This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Another week on the program, ladies and gentlemen, Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald. We are the hosts. Thank you for being with us as we get into it on our Monday edition of the program, wherever you're listening. And thanks for doing so. Hopefully you're using TuneIn Radio OO Tunes if you have to, especially if you have to jump out. Maybe you got to go do a few things. Take us with you, folks. Keep it in mind all the time. Download either of those apps or both of them uh, to your smart device. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we have the privilege of visiting with our community reporters. Those folks bring to us some great stuff from their regions. We get a chance to hear what's going on and some of the things that they'd like to talk to us about and share with us from their areas. Uh, Today, Kim Hovey joins us with news from Dawson City over there in the Yukon. Kim, welcome back. Um, We'll see if we get her there. Uh, There we go. I think, uh, Kim, welcome back. Well, thank you. We've got a bit of a, a little bit of a blip with the, uh, we don't go with daylight savings up here in <laughs> Yukon now. Right, <laughs> right. You guys, how long has that been? It's only been like last year, I think, is when it became official. Wow. We're excited for it to uh, <laughs> come here at some point because the discussion for having it has uh, been probably now a decade to a century. Uh, so it just seems like something we've talked about forever. But with that in mind, for people who may want to travel there and maybe get some vacation time, you guys have a very distinct and interesting rating that's been going on here. Reader's Digest uh, rates Dawson City as number two out of 20 Canadian cities to spend Christmas at. Yes. And so tickle my fancy (laughs) Um, because I do believe up here in Dawson, we do have a a beautiful Christmas community. And so that was a very interesting read uh, with Reader's Digest. Number one being Quebec city. And in the top five, Ottawa was also in there um, so I feel like I've been groomed to be <laughs> a, a Christmas type of girl, and it doesn't hurt that my birthday is December twenty first too. Wow! So. Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that's and that's of course our, our introduction to winter anyway on that day. But give us an idea, Kim. Some of the things that you feel really make it unique in Dawson City that somebody's sitting there saying, oh, "I'll believe it when I see it." What what they would see, what they would experience that makes it that special way? Well, as you know, winters are long and cold and dark. Um, But up here in Dawson, we do have, of course, the Northern Lights to (laughs) dance us along and make us very happy. And we've got lots of history, too. And we really use that to our advantage and celebrate. So um, the national parks, they have lots of uh, festivities going on. And um, we have lots going on in town as far as um, one of the big things is what we call a flotilla, which is a boat parade. And so they decorate their boats 
and that's our Santa parade is with boats. So that is just awesome and lots of fun. And when the Northern Lights are out to complement it, it's just a, a beautiful combo. Is that ever special? I I always love what people do. What what is unique in any place, uh, whether you know in the middle of summer or in this case at at Christmas time. Uh, I think that's just tremendous. So, as an individual, have you always been a Christmas person, or really would you say it's the nature of this community, this town? And that's pretty interesting. The others, Ottawa, Quebec City, up there. Um, but I I would think mm-hmm. in a snap, in a minute, I'd say. Well, it would be cool to be in a place that really could give itself to that time. In Quebec City, Ottawa, there's so much other things going on. But in 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 Dawson, am I right to say what a committing to that time of the year you guys could give? Totally, and it does it does cherish every every member of the community and whatever their beliefs are. It's just we all get together and share time and laughs and music and beverage. And it's just a great time. And people are giving. And um, it's it's just really beautiful. Like, there are there is a homeless community here in Dawson. And even they are enabled to participate because they have... Uh, Christmas meals uh, throughout to and encourage um, everybody in the community to join. That's really, as Kelly said, special. It's powerful. It's also wonderful to have um, such a highlight, you know, for for Dawson City being recognized, which is incredible. But let's keep going with this, Kim, because there's a lot that people can mm-hmm. uh, check out. And the the celebration of lights in Dawson City, where you come together at Minto Park to celebrate the beginning of the holiday season. Yes, and that is a big draw. And they make it such a, a beautiful event, and they have everybody included in it. Um, they have gingerbread house decorating contest and it's also the launch for the 12 days of christmas um which is a big festivity for us here too um and santa claus does come up from time to time come over not up but over (laughs) so uh he is expected to be on the roster for the celebration of life or life sorry um So (laughs) that should be a fun time, too. I think the gingerbread decorating contest is what sticks out to me because I don't think we've covered that with uh, any report yet. And I, uh, it's, it's always a throwback because when you're kids, uh, it's a very favorite activity for teachers to bring, um, for kids to do. You know, it's very interactive. And then at the end of the day, you have something to eat. So <laughs> it's really amazing that well, um, and you'd it's be covered. surprised at what they come out with. Uh, we've yeah. had gingerbread houses that are uh, like in the shape of the downtown hotel or <laughs> <laughs> the hospital or the lodge. Like it's just, it's beautiful oh what gosh. people can come up with and create. Like landmarks. Yes, yes, and that's what makes it so Dawson City, too. People will pick the cream of the crop from the town and just 
you know, really use it to their advantage and everybody recognizes it. So it's, it's beautiful. That's so fun. Far from the kinds of gingerbread houses I was building, um, where I'd give up and just start smearing things all over. And so, oh, but that's so much fun too. Yeah, no, definitely. But ami.ca slash kellyco, um, so people can get the information on that one. We are horrible as children with the gingerbread houses. You know, you just come up, rip a piece off, you, but everybody's hands were on it. Now you think, oh know, my goodness. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, Kim, let's move into your last one because maybe you're looking for that gingerbread house. What a better place to maybe find one is at an outdoor Christmas market. So this is a fairly new thing that we, that Dawson has come out with. And so they do tents beautiful um for for what it is and i think it was covid actually that kind of brought this on because we used to do just in the school gymnasium and it was just a big everybody would set up a table and uh, a lot of people but this way outdoors it's covid friendly every retailer has their own tent and it's just such a special and beautiful um, event because every little tent has its own feeling and what they want to um, relay for Christmas and portray, which is what makes it magical too. Man. What, what a venue, what a way to do it. And I know a lot of these things, Kim, inspired because of concerns of what well, right now we've got multiple things to be concerned about that, that people can catch in indoor circumstances. Um, but if you have that space and in an environment where people are used to that, that, that the temperature is dealing with things and um, having a lot of fun and <clears throat> excuse me, being the second most uh, reliable place to go to to have a Christmas experience. Uh, I think this is beautiful. Um, what do you look forward to in this kind of an event? Oh, definitely the crafting. To see all of the beautiful decorations and crafts that people have made, um, you really see their talent, and that's beautiful. And there's just so many fun things, and and everybody goes. So there's lots of conversation. Uh, There's a bonfire. There's wagon rides. um, There's, um, what else is there? There's an outdoor skating rink, as long as weather permits. That's one thing that um, is a draw, for sure. Um, And drinks and treats, also to eat so there's always lots of good stuff sounds good, absolutely good great <laughs> yeah income but the time and these are these are great uh this event and we're looking december 8th to 10th uh thursday and friday uh 6 till 9 p.m and then um was it 11 until 3 p.m 11 30 a.m excuse okay. me uh kim we'll put it up on the blog ami.ca slash kelly co thank you so much for uh reporting in and teeing us up for us kim hovey our committee reporter in dawson city yukon remember to check out our blog as i mentioned ami.ca slash kelly co up next orientation and mobility specialist mark rankin and he's going to share his experience with working with the argus 2 retinal implants we'll talk to him after the
Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.